0: Welcome to this VJSM podcast. It's a great pleasure to talk to Professor Yuji Dvorak about some new advances in doping. Doping is something we can't get away from in sport, but the better that we are able to deal with it, the more advanced we are, the more likely events are fair and players can have a level playing field. So, Yuji, you've been working on a consensus meeting with a bunch of key collaborators and you've made some very important... Uh, Contributions. Let's. I start off by talking about the meeting. What What was the motivation for getting some key stakeholders together?
1: The motivation to get the key stakeholders in fight against doping, which means the sports physicians, um, athletes, the experts in the sciences, in the different sciences, laboratory experts, legal experts, and also the representatives from the international team sports federations sports federations, IOC, and finally the World Anti-Doping Agency. To get them on the same table and to discuss, are we doing the right thing? The fight against doping has been intensified over the past 10-15 years. We are very consequent. But the increase of just simple sampling procedures in and out of competition controls does not protect or does not stop some athletes to continue with doping strategies. So that's always mentioned, uh, the athletes or their supporting personnels are a step ahead of the science. So we try to discuss, is that true? Is the strategy which is being run currently the right one? We have to consider this strategy has been as principle developed in the late 60s, 70s. Meanwhile, the world of sport has changed. The pharmacology, the the advancement in the pharmacology, new substances has occurred. So number of changes. So we had the opinion or the feeling that time has come to reconsider the currently applied strategy and to think about the future in developing more deterrent um, programs to use the forensic intelligence and also find out what would be the best preventive measure to prevent, that would be the final aim, athletes to take performance enhancing substances. So that was the motivation.
0: And then you met late in 2014 20- Thirteen, and you've worked hard in 2014 to get a special issue together. What are the highlights for BJSM readers coming in the BJSM anti-doping issue?
1: Well, the biggest highlight I disclose at the end of, um, of my, this presentation. This special issue on um, new strategies in fight uh, doping or new strategy of anti-doping is summarizing from um, top experts the current situation the current situation of um, doping strategies in uh, blood doping with different substances how it can be detected, and how can we tackle those in a long run so we are talking not only about erythropoietin about the transfusions or the papers are talking about this but also the old and new anabolic steroids, how to analyze with the new methods old anabolic steroids, which maybe might not have been detected before. There is a strong scientific evidence that if we reanalyze the samples from the past years, that with the new methods we found them, this is an extremely deterrent method, and most of the international federations decided to freeze the samples for a number of years. Such FIFA will do that from the World Cup 2014. We will freeze them and keep them as long as we want and we can always revisit the samples. So this is actually the, in the 12 papers, there is a summary of the current body of knowledge, what is known about the performance enhancing substances, how to detect them, but also how to make the appropriate steps to prevent the use of them. And the absolute highlight from this meeting was the consensus, consensus of uh, sports physicians with the scientists, with laboratory experts and legal experts to say what is the current situation and what is the way forward. And one of the directions where the fight against doping could go in near future, and it's actually already started is the establishment of biological passport which means that we follow the athletes over a period of time that means that we can compare the different samples from the same athletes being taken over period of the athlete career in and out of competition during the different period of the year in the pre-competition, during training phase, during a higher-profile competition, and we compare the parameters in urine for the different um, steroids and hormones, and also in blood, direct and indirect parameters, which could indicate an artificial manipulation of the body by uh, doping substances or doping methods. And if this suspicion is given by the data, then we can perform much more deterrent targeted testing of those athletes in the question. So there was a, quite a consensus among the experts that this is definitely maybe at the beginning a little bit more costly, but in long run very effective way how to combat this unpleasant development of um, doping in sport. The, Different federations such as Track and Field, UCI and uh, FIFA has already established the first database on this biological profile of individual athletes. It might even be if we visualize in the future and we have the team physicians and most of them are reliably following the professional law and Hippocratic oath, honest, team physicians that we can even use the regularly performed blood and urine examination as a routine examination in the exercise physiology to compare with the data obtained during the sampling procedures for doping controls and that would make in long run the whole process probably cheaper and very much more effective and of course for the athletes more deterrent because you will never know how the science is going to examine all those samples and how we can revisit the samples because they all will be stored so definitely the way of the biological passport was the highlight and the common agreement among the experts
0: and just a couple of quick clarifications That last point about using regular lab tests when the doctor, uh, when an athlete goes to see the doctor, that's not part of the plan right now. That's not part of what's being executed in the passport,
1: is it? No, that was not, but that would be very easy to clip on. Or we could just get the samples frozen from the regular controls and have them examined in the special laboratory. So that's, uh, that's only a logistical problem. Here we were discussing the question of principles. And the question of principle, uh, we could convince FIFA to put it into the operation at the highest profile competition, and this is the FIFA World Cup, uh, coming uh, in June, July in Brazil in this year, 2014. So we have decided that we will examine all players participating in the preparation period between now and the World Cup at least once and then we go with our routine procedure during the World Cup and we will examine, of course, blood and urine and compare. And we compare this data with already existing um, sample analysis from Champions League, from Confederation Cup uh, 2013, from the Club World Cup 2011, 12, and 13. So the top players, we will have number of them, where we will have probably three, four, five, sampling procedures so this is this is real in a way it's a uh, major pilot and an example for other federations how it could go of course we have to analyze very carefully speak again with the experts independent experts look at the data and propose to the world of sport maybe the completely new strategy we will not leave the currently applied because we have not reliable data yet, but if it proves that it's the way to go, then of course we have to think and uh, maybe the time has come to change the strategy.
0: You've got a great editorial to go with that consensus statement usually that really summarizes the new direction. Um, one last clarification. It seems to me that we've moved from having to prove that there's a illegal substance in the blood to being able to prove that something has manipulated the blood or the urine and that's evidence enough is that an important difference
1: of course it is an important difference because in the analysis it's not everything black and white there is always uh, some substances cut off limit some substances are produced by the by the body itself it's not always that easy so if we see that there is a change of this More or less genetical blueprint of our steroid and um, hormone metabolism then we can suspect a manipulation and this is the the new approach
0: and so i was reading that if uh, if there are a couple of plastic compounds that uh, are only found in bags for blood transfusion and so if you find evidence of those plastics, that could be a problem for an athlete. Um, and so again, that's circumstantial evidence, but
1: that's the new approach? That's also one of the approaches where we see, yes, there is something which does not belong to the human body, and then you go behind this and that uh, that's sufficient evidence. And it is absolutely in line with the already approved uh, World Anti-Doping Code 2015. So again, here we are working in a very strong partnership between the independent uh, body, the World Anti-Doping Agency, with the International Sports Federation and Laboratory. And we can succeed only if we work in this partnership.
0: Thanks a lot, Yeji. Great to work with you on this special issue for BJCM and to get that to the wide world of sport biological passport um core knowledge for our listeners and thanks for sharing it with bjsm
1: thank you